Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, where we discuss using nootropics, biohacking, and nutrition to help you boost your cognition. We're continuing on with our nootropic-specific series called the Nootropic Rabbit Hole, where we discuss specific nootropics and different biohacking concepts that can really help you lock in your nootropic stack to help you get more out of the nootropics you're using. Now, just a heads up, at holisticnootropics.com, I just want to preface Uh, why we do this, because I believe and uh, our team believes that cognition is a, it's a full body experience. That's why you have this mind body connection. You have a physical connection between your mind and body through the enteric nervous system that actually physically connects your brain with your gut. That's why they say, uh, you know, you have a gut feeling about things. You're, you know, you have instincts that kind of, uh, percolate in your gut, go up to your brain. You have things from your gut that cross the gut brain barrier. That's why things that you can eat become neurotoxic. You have a mind body connection. So if your body's out of whack, your brain's going to be out of whack. So that's why when we talk about nootropics, yes, like in this podcast, we're going to be talking about 9-MEBC. This is specifically people are using this for just to go straight to the brain, which is fine. But there is also a holistic component to this, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about here as we uh, as we go on with the episode. But just kind of keep that in mind as you listen to these episodes, because, you know, I understand the, the desire to want to just take a nootropic or some kind of supplement that's just going to go straight to your brain and, you know, move neurotransmitters around and boost dopamine and serotonin and get rid of all the, all the bad stuff and just kind of crank things up and you, you know, you just feel a buzz. But that's not that's not the best way to take nootropics. Um, and I, I'm I'm saying that because something like nine MEBC, it's kind of a controversial nootropic. When you when you start going around, you start doing a little research. You know, one of the places that a lot of people do nootropic research is Reddit, or there are certain Facebook groups you can go to. And what you start to find with 9-MEBC specifically is you find kind of a mixed bag. Um, I think the biggest issue with this nootropic is that there's no human trials. There's no human data on this. If you're using 9-MEBC, you are the experiment. Um, Unfortunately, we can't go look at any randomized controlled trials. There's not even any observational data. There's not really a meta-analysis that can can really crunch down uh, a whole library of data and statistics and um, methodologies to see how this... No, it's all been done. I mean, for the in best case scenario, in rats, um, and then it's just a lot of in vitro data. So we kind of know the mechanisms that that something like this works through, but we don't really have the human data. So um, so I say that because what I've noticed with people who use 9-MEBC is you have people using it for a couple different reasons, and you're seeing kind of, again, that mixed bag of results. Some people are swearing by it, and then some people aren't really feeling it. And then some people just, the, the, the jury's out. They just have no idea. They're using it. They're not really feeling something. They think they're feeling something. Maybe they're placeboing their way into feeling it. We don't really know. So why would you want to use 9-MEBC to start with? Well, this is, uh, this is a compound that works within the dopaminergic system. So 
everybody wants to get more dopamine. Of course, this is like one of the hottest topics in all of health these days, you know, because we're going through a dopamine crisis in uh, in Western cultures. We can't get enough of it. We're just constantly pressing the dopamine lever, whether it's entertainment, whether it's substances. Actually, a lot of it is specific substances. Actually, as I'm recording this right now, we're going through an Adderall shortage because I don't know if it's because so many people have you are using Adderall and it's just the demand is so high, the production can't keep up. But I've read that it's also the other side, which is they're starting to cut down on production because, you know, for, for some of these companies, it's not actually a profitable, I shouldn't say that, it can be profitable, but I just think that the amount of people using this, this compound, um, the demand is just so far outpacing the supply. Uh, and that's a problem. You know, Adderall has its place and these ADHD drugs have their place. They're amphetamines at their heart. And the whole point of them is to boost dopamine, which is going to give you more focus. But for a lot of people that turns into an addiction, it turns into what should be an acute use into a chronic use. You see it in record numbers on college campuses. I'm not going to stand on my pedestal and talk about all the problems with Adderall. If you're watching this, maybe you're familiar with Adderall, maybe using it right now to get through this video, but it's a problem. And so we're just constantly trying to find ways to hit the dopamine lever. Um, aside from Adderall, we're talking about all the substance abuse we have, whether it's alcohol, cigarettes, uh, could be gambling for some people. It's sex could be, you know, specific drugs for some people. It's cannabis for some people. It's harder drugs like cocaine, cocaine, opiates, these sorts of things. So, um, we're always trying to get more dopamine, and there's a lot that goes into dopamine. You have to understand too. Um, you know, there's it's not just dopamine, the neurotransmitter. It's the whole system. It, there's certain dopamine genes like um, dr uh, d4 dr drd4 uh, is a gene that can control dopamine. You have dopamine enzymes. There's certain there's a number of steps that uh, that it takes to make dopamine, and then once you get the dopamine, it's got to turn into norepinephrine. It has to be turned over because if you have too much dopamine in your system. It can turn toxic. So this is why you also want to be careful with nootropics that are used specifically to boost dopamine because too much dopamine can be a problem, um, especially if it's not being converted correctly by the right enzymes. And you kind of see these anecdotes around, again, these nootropic communities where some people will use dopaminergic compounds and will say, hey, this gave me anxiety or this gave me depression or for some people, man, it could turn into schizophrenia um, or even worse, you know? So you got to be careful with these things. So why would you use something like 9-MEBC, you're using it to get a boost out of your dopaminergic system. Um, I know a lot of people are using it uh, because maybe they're coming off of Adderall, you know, or they're coming off of uh, like a controlled substance. Maybe, they're, uh, maybe they've quit drinking, maybe they're quitting cigarettes, whatever it is, maybe they're quitting cannabis. And so, you know, they feel the need, they need, your dopamine is so low at that point, you're feeling deprived, you're feeling like you need a dopamine hit. So, um, you know, people are using 9-MEBC to kind of fill that void, which 
again, I don't think that's the best reason to use this. Um, what I do think is a good reason to use this is for its neuroprotection benefits because that seems to be where most of the good data comes from. It has BDNF and GDNF growth factor. So you're gonna get the brain-derived neurotropic factor, which essentially is your brain creating new synaptic um, or setting the stage for new synaptic connections, really trying to make your brain stronger so that you can uh, so that you can preserve the vitality of your brain. Um, you know, a lot of cognitive deficits come from low BDNF or inability to make BDNF. So BDNF is very neuroprotective, which means 9-MEBC can be very neuroprotective. You know, a lot of people are using this or, uh, you know, what they're finding in these mouse studies or these rat studies is that, um, the uh, 9 MEBF can be a good protectant of something like Parkinson's disease, okay? I will say there are a lot of nootropics out there that also have these benefits. Um, so if you have Parkinson's in your family, you don't wanna just run out and go get 9 MEBC. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that this is kind of what it's been studied for. Again, Parkinson's plays in that dopaminergic system. So, um, you know, it can be used for that. Or, you know, remember, again, if you're using it, you are the experiment. So, um, so just keep that in mind. There's no guarantee that it's going to help. Um, but the thing about 9-MABC that I find so interesting, well, there's two parts. The first part is that it comes, that it's part of a, what they call a beta-carboline family of, um, uh, of metabolites. And so... Every other beta carboline in this family is neurotoxic, but somehow 9-MEBC is actually the one out of, I don't know how many there are, there's several, that is actually not neurotoxic. But a lot of people believe, and there's some data to support this, that 9-MEBC can be methylated into a neurotoxin. So. If you're gonna use 9-MEBC, you wanna avoid methyl donors. You wanna avoid too much folate. This is not the time to start going uh, uh, in on SAM-E. Um, you know, things like uh, TM, uh, trimethylglycine, I believe, is a, uh, is a methyl donor. B12 is a methyl donor. So, uh, you know, of course, you should not not have B12 in your, uh, you know, in your diet, you know, so you should be getting that from animal sources mainly. So like uh, beef, eggs, uh, organs are very high in, uh, in B12. I know, <laughs> I know there's uh, like a vegan crowd that believes that eating dirt is uh, high in B12 to each their own, but I don't think that's probably the best way to do it. Really what I'm saying is, is this is not the time to, uh, if you're gonna use something like a 9-MEBC to start messing around with like sublingual B12 supplements, which tend to be the most bioavailable of those. But if you do find success with 9-MEBC, you'll notice that it is a uh, MAOA and MAOB inhibitor. So uh, this is again, another aspect of its neuroprotective properties and its antidepressant properties. So you're going to get that desired effect that you're looking for from a dopamine from this in that instance. Again, if it works for you, it doesn't work for everybody. So you have to understand that going in. 
So maybe you go and you buy this from like uh, Swiss Cam or NootropicsUnlimited.com. I'll put those links in the bio down below. Let's say you get this research chemical and you mess around with it. Um, you might see those benefits. You also might not see any benefits. You also might run into some problems. So um, the best thing you can do is just keep track of your, uh, you know, of your daily intake and kind of how you feel. Keep yourself like a nice like feelings journal. Uh, and I'm being serious. Like you want to kind of keep track of, am I feeling depressed at certain parts of the day? Am I feeling really motivated and really, um, you know, uh, really high functioning at different parts of the day? You want to keep track of that. So you can use this supplement for this nootropic for like 20, 30 days. And you can look back and you could say, well, how did I do? How did I do on this? Did I feel less depressed, more depressed? Did I feel more motivated, less motivated? Did I get more work done, less work done? Did I feel um, like socially I was involved, like uh, like I'm improving in my substance abuse issues, whatever your issue is? Um, this is that that's really the best way to uh to approach this. So uh I would love to know what you guys think. If you have experience taking nine MEBC uh or a research chemical like that, leave this down in the comments on the YouTube page. If uh you're listening to this audio, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave the podcast a five-star review if you enjoyed it. If you're not yet a subscriber, please remember to subscribe. And for all things nootropics, biohacking, nutrition, head on over to holisticnootropics.com. Until next time, everybody, keep listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Peace.